0: This is the Rorschach Nigeria update from the 23rd of June, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. President Buhari nominated seven ministers to replace the ones that resigned. They quit in order to contest in next year's elections. He sent the list to the Senate on Tuesday the 21st for screening and confirmation. The ministers that resigned include the ministers of Niger Delta, of Transportation, of Women Affairs, and the Minister of Science and Technology. Since we mentioned the president on Tuesday the 21st, he said that the government hasn't removed the subsidy on fuel. He added that if they did, fuel prices would increase along with the hardship of citizens. He said that the federal government plans to boost the capacity of domestic refining, which will reduce the need for fuel importation. The federal high court in Abuja granted an interim injunction on Monday the 20th to stop the Electoral Commission from ending voter registration on the 30th of June. The NGO Socioeconomic Rights and Accountability Project filed a suit earlier in the month. The organization said that the commission's refusal to extend the deadline for voter registration was a violation of the rights of citizens to participate in the government via the electoral process. This led the Electoral Commission to extend the voter registration by 60 days on Wednesday the 22nd, so the registration will now close on the 30th of August. The House of Representatives called on the commission to deploy additional staff and voter registration machines across the country to ensure more voters are registered. On Friday the 17th, the presidential candidate of the People's Democratic Party, Atiku, selected the Delta State Governor Okorwa as his running mate for next year's elections. Before serving as Governor, Okorwa was a senator. In similar news, as its national headquarters in Abuja, the party screened nominees for deputy governors in 28 states for the 2023 elections. From the main opposition to the ruling party, the All Progressives Congress won the Erkiti state elections that were held on Sunday the 19th. The candidate of the party, Oyabanji, won 15 of the 16 local governments in the state, and thus defeated the candidates of the People's Democratic Party and the Social Democratic Party. The two opposition parties accused the ruling party of vote-buying and electoral malpractices. Speaking of making payments, on Sunday the 19th, the International Air Transport Association accused the Nigerian government of withholding up to $450 million in revenue that international airlines that operate in the country earned. The country currently has a currency exchange control. The government has restricted access to foreign currency in order to control the exchange rate. The association said it has held two meetings with the officials from the central bank, but it looks like a solution won't be landing soon. The association said on the same day that different airlines that operate in Nigeria and in other African countries will lose $700 million this year due to the war in Ukraine and the coronavirus pandemic. It also said inflation, interest, and exchange rates would affect the growth of the aviation industry. From air travel to road travel fuel queues, returned to most parts of the country during the week, since the demand for petrol exceeded the amount supplied by the National Petroleum Corporation, which is the country's only fuel importer. Moving on, the sovereign wealth funds of Abu Dhabi and Kuwait signed an agreement with the wealth funds of nine African countries, including Nigeria, on Monday the 20th. The agreement will lead to investment in green projects and logistics that will improve interconnectivity within the continent. On that note about investment, Health Traca, a health technology company that offers on-demand diagnostic tests, raised more than $1 million in funding on Tuesday the 21st. The company said it has plans to expand to Kenya and Ghana before the end of the year. Speaking of health, remember that the Center of Disease Control said that three cases of monkeypox were detected in the state of Ogun? Well, on Monday the 20th, the State Commissioner for Health said they investigated the three reported cases and they found out that the patients were not infected with the monkeypox virus. However, the state authorities said they were prepared to handle the disease in case of an outbreak. On the same day, the federal government said that up to the 19th of June, 19% of the population had been fully vaccinated. This is far off from the target of vaccinating 70% of the population by the end of the year. To meet this target, the federal government said its major strategy is the expansion of vaccination centers to include stadiums, shopping malls, markets, religious houses, and pharmacies. And still on the topic of health, on Saturday the 18th, the Medical and Dental Council of Nigeria, the medical regulatory authority of the country, said that medical and dental degrees obtained from Ukrainian universities since the war broke out will not be valid in the country. If you're wondering why, well, because of the war, many universities had to close down, leaving the students with online classes. And according to the council, online training is not appropriate for the medical field. The authority advised students correctly studying medicine or dentistry in Ukraine to seek transfer to universities in other countries for the completion of their degrees students were not happy with the decision and called it unfair as they did not have online classes throughout their whole course of studies. They have had online classes for only a few months. On Wednesday the 22nd, workers of the Agency for Food and Drug Administration and Control started a strike action to demand the payment of unpaid allowances. The staff union called on the management to immediately meet its demands so as, to bring an end to the strike. The U.S. Undersecretary of State for Political Affairs met with the Vice President on Thursday the 16th. The Undersecretary said the U.S. will continue to support the economic growth and development of Nigeria because it is the largest democracy in Africa, and if it prospers, there will be a positive ripple effect for other countries in the continent. She went on to say that the U.S. was pleased with the signing of the Electoral Act by President Buhari earlier in the year and that the country will support the Electoral Commission to ensure a free and fair election next year. Moving on to some entertainment news, in an Instagram post made on Sunday the 19th, a woman accused singer Burma Boy of shooting at her and her friends at a club in Lagos On the 8th of June, she said her friend was shot in the thigh and had to have emergency surgery and that the bullet grazed her husband's head. According to the woman, the reason for the disagreement was that Berna asked her to join him at his table in the club, but she declined, saying that she was with her husband. Berna Boy has not made any comments. And finally, onto some sports news. On Friday the 17th, Nigerian sprinter Amusan won gold in the women's 100 meters hurdle race at the Diamond League competition that took place in France. She clocked a time of 12.42 seconds in the race and broke the African record. All right, that's it for this week. But before we leave, we wanted to ask you, would you like to have a selection in these updates about the best Nigerian books or best Nigerian music? Please feel free to let us know at nigeria at rorschach.com or you can also message us on Instagram at Rorschach Nigeria. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K, Nigeria. Odabo.